Welcome to the Chamber Podcast. In this episode, we're discussing independent living and how employers in the West Midlands can play their part in getting more people with disabilities into work. I'm Dan Harrison, Press and PR Manager at the Chamber. Uh, I'm Richard Maybury, Chief Executive of the West Midland Reserve Forces and Cadets Association. I'm Jiggy Cadale, uh, Director of Mobility Vehicle Hire. According to government statistics, less than half of disabled adults are employed. So today we're going to be talking to two organisations who are giving people a chance to live, learn and work independently. So thank you to, to both of you for, for joining us. So let's start with the basics and just tell us about a little bit about what your respective organisations do and, and who you work with as well. Yeah, sure. Um, well, the, the, the uh, West Midland Reserve Forces and Cadets Association uh, main role is to support all of the West Midlands-based reserves from the Navy, the Army um, and, and the Air Force, as well as all, all of our um, tri-service cadet organisations. And, and our three key roles, really, are firstly to look after um, and develop all of the reserve and cadet estate across the West Midlands. Secondly, we, we support the MOD's um, Youth and Cadet Programme. For example, we provide all of the sort of Army cadet permanent staff uh, at each of the Army Cadet Force um, headquarters. Uh, and finally, we conduct engagement and, and advocacy, principally on behalf of the reserves and the cadets, but increasingly now uh, for the wider armed forces community, including regular um, personnel, their families uh, and, and veterans. Uh, and in terms of who we work with, well, we, we work regionally with the armed forces um, single service chains of command. Uh, we work with, re with uh, reserve units and the cadet organisations uh, in the West Midlands, uh, and we work closely with uh, local authorities, with businesses uh, and employers, employer organisations like yourselves, uh, community leaders, the education sector and charities. So we um, have been trading 10 years in, in May this year. We uh, provide adapted and converted vehicles for disabled drivers or passengers throughout the country. Um, we um, have a large fleet um, of, uh, of basic and, and very um, complicated um, uh, vehicles with, with some, some very um, high-tech um, adaptations. We... Um, provide um, our services to a lot of uh, insurance companies, accident management companies. We've worked with uh, two uh, very large national charities, Disabled Motoring UK um, and FAB. Um, we provide uh, people like MenCap, uh, NHS Trust. Um, we also have a large number, well, uh, a fairly large number of retail inquiries that come through um, our, our website. Okay, so tell us a little bit more about what, what you do to, to help disabled people gain their independence. Richard, maybe if we could start with you. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, well, I, yeah, I mentioned the work that we do on the, uh, on, the, on, the, on the military estate, the reserve and cadet estate across the West Midlands, and I, and I, and I sort of mentioned the, the sort of advocacy that we do uh, for the, for the uh, armed forces community as well. One of the very sort of practical things that we do uh, in partnership um, with the MOD's infrastructure organisation uh, and the Regional Personnel Recovery Unit, um, and that, that's the unit uh, in the West Midlands who look after all the sort of regional wounded, injured and sick personnel, uh, especially those that are having to leave the forces. Uh, we project manage um, for, the, for, for them and deliver the MOD's uh, funded adaptations to, to, to the homes and private accommodations of those service leavers, those veterans who are having to leave the armed forces uh, because they become sort of wounded, um, you know, injured, injured or, you know, or, or sick in service. Uh, and 
and the MOD has been funding adaptations like that for you know for for, for many years now, and it's quite right, of course, uh, that, that they do that, particularly for someone who suffered a, as a result of their service um, on operations or training or elsewhere in the workplace in the service of their of their country. Uh, and I think we were probably chosen as a body to deliver those adaptations because we're well connected in the you know across the West Midland region to local surveyors, to builders, and contractors because we deal with those every day uh, in our day-to-day -day work um, any, anyway because they do the work for us on the um, on, on the on the military estate, um, and we're able to undertake those adaptations in quite an agile, quite you know, in, in quite an efficient and, and, and timely manner. And, and I think we're, we're reasonably we, we are cost-effective. We certainly don't do it for um, for profit. It's not something that we make a, a big um, song and dance about but it's something that we're really sort of proud uh, to deliver and we've done about 34 um, home adaptations um, so far in the West Midlands a lot of them started off uh, as a result of the uh, the Iraq and, and, and um, Afghan uh, conflicts and generally we sort of deliver a, yeah, a package of work so that might include um, doors access ramps non-slip floors you know wet wet rooms um, changing floor levels, installations of rails and handles, and, you know, and, and so on. It's always a bespoke uh, solution to assist um, someone's mobility and their access and safety uh, you know, with a particular condition. So you mentioned the, the number of home adaptations there. You're really seeing some some results in in that area, some positive ones. We seem, we've seen some yeah some great results. And you know I, I've been to sort of two or three you know of them when they, you know when the, when, the, when the project sort of come you know come come to an end. We've actually sort of handed over you know the sort of finished work to the person who's you know who's who's living in you know who's, who's living in that accommodation in that in that house. Yeah, and generally I've got to say yeah their reaction is they yeah they are they are absolutely you know delighted. Uh, you know, with with the uh, you know with the project that's been delivered for them, um, yeah, certainly, yeah, yeah I, th I think in, you know, in all, in all cases, yeah, it, it has um, yeah, improved their quality of life, which is what we're after at the end of the day. So we provide um, vehicles, anything from a short term uh, rental um, through to a medium to to a long term three five year lease package, um, to to basically get um, people back up and and, and mobile. Um, we see a lot of uh, family members coming through through calls and inquiries whether they want to take uh, a disabled person out of a, a nursing home or take them away for a weekend and, and basically provide a service that the mainstream rental companies don't provide. We want to, we want to put our services, and it's going to take a long time because some of the rental companies have been here for a long, long time, but we want to put it on the map so it's so you can you, you don't have to feel um that the services are not there and they're not available because they are i mean we still now 10 years on get phone calls and have, have inquiries where people say oh gosh we didn't know this service existed and i didn't know i could hire an adapted vehicle for one two three four five days so it, it, that's what we're trying to do and it, it's a it's a lot. It's, it's it's a long, hard road. Um, we do lots of exhibitions. We're involved with um, lots of different um, ways of trying to get our brand awareness out there. Um, but yeah, that's what we that's what we that's what we provide, and that's what we're trying to do. You must see that in the areas that that you work working where mentally perhaps people aren't quite aware. People with disabilities that there there are options for them and and um services like like this to to 
you know increase their their independence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's I think that's right. If I, I mean, if I just sort of think of it, think about it, service personnel. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, if you're having to to you know to leave the service as as a result of you know becoming wounded, you know injured or you know or, or sick as a result of your of your your service, that is massively you know kind of life changing for you. Uh, and yeah, you, I, th- I guess you know you, you need help in, t- in terms of you know, you know being informed about you know what it is that's out there and how you access um, those uh, the, you know, the, those services um, and. I think, you know, yeah, increasingly we're getting better and better and better at, 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 at doing that. Yeah, if someone has to, yeah, you know, I mean, our, our our aim would always be, you know, to try to get someone to the point of recovery whereby they can, they, you know, they can continue serving. Uh, but if they can't, uh, we will help to manage them, yeah, you know, and manage their transition from service, you know, back into, you know, back into the community, back into back into civilian street. Uh, and part of that process, you know, will be you know, informing them as to, you know, what it is, you know, that, that, that's out there. The, you know, the adaptations that I've talked about, you know, is, is simply one of the things that, you know, that, 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 that are provided. But, you know, we're giving them all, all sorts of help. Um, and uh, actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to pick up on the point that uh, the, you know, that uh, the, yeah, that, that you've made in terms of, you know, in terms of vehicles and make sure that they are, you know, they, they are, uh, you know, aware, are aware of that. Yeah, we're also yeah we also look at all the rehabilitation unit looks at um, getting them you know, getting getting them into employment as well. That is a you know, a really key thing um, you know, as somebody transitions from the military back into back into civil street. Okay, moving forward then, how would you recommend employers from around the the region? work with you to, to get more people with disabilities into work good question i first of all probably think and and, and have a look at buildings and are they all accessible and how accessible are buildings and places of work that's obviously key um and and, and i was looking at um and thinking about some of these these things that that we were going to discuss today and this question, actually, I've got to say, in, as I say, 10 years in May, we've grown from a one person manning the office to 10, a team of 10 in the office and probably 10 drive, drivers hitting the road daily. Or all through that process, um, I don't think we've come across somebody who's applied for a role in all of the jobs we've advertised that has been disabled and we would gladly we would we would love to take somebody on because that's the, the that's the area and sector that we work in so if we haven't come across somebody in 10 years who's applied for a role then why haven't they applied and what are we doing wrong and what can we change yeah, I just don't. I don't know because we don't advertise a role to say it's only for this person or it's only suitable for this person. Um, we're in a sector where, if we had somebody that was disabled, it's brilliant because because that's the market sector they'd, they'd, we're in. They'd be the perfect employee, I guess, for you, wouldn't they? Yeah, absolutely. I just. I, I mean, I asked. I asked Chrissy, who's our ops manager, before I came out, and she says, "No, we ha- we've never had we've never had somebody with a disability apply for for a job." Right. What do you think that is? Is it just an awareness piece or...? I think it's got to be something, yes, around awareness. I don't know, as, as I've said, if we're doing something wrong, but obviously we have to... We can only put a position out there in in, in the big marketplace in the way that, you you know, we, we tend to advertise or we tend to go about this and, and can't be specific. It's out there and it's open for everybody. But I don't know how... I honestly 
can't put a finger on what I can say that I can change to say, right, okay, I, I, would, I would like to see more disabled candidates apply for, for, for roles and we would definitely like to take, you know, have that opportunity to see if we can take them on. What about from, from your perspective, what, what, what more would, would, would you encourage businesses to do? Well, I, think, I mean, there are, I mean, I, d I do know that across the West Midlands, there are a lot of employers who've actually been really good about taking on in particular, um, you know, disabled um, you know, ex, uh, ex, ex service personnel. Uh, and um, yeah, yeah, and a, a number have been incredibly supportive. And, and the, the unit that's based in the West Midlands that is responsible for managing those personnel as they sort of move from, from, from service back in the Zivy Street have got some very, very good links uh, with, with employers. But what I, what I would say is to, you know, to any employers um, or employer organisations or businesses or whatever that are, that are listening, you know, if, you'd like to, if you would like to and if you're interested in employing um, you know, ex-forces you know, you know, who, who are leaving who are disabled, then we could certainly put you in touch. On, yeah, my organisation. Organisation, the RFCA, uh, could certainly put you in touch with the uh, with the, the the regional rehabilitation unit. Um, in addition, we can put you in touch if you need us to put you in touch with any of the service charities who are also you know interested in getting in, you know in getting veterans into into employment. So people like you know the RBL, SAFA, um, you know Combat Stress, Blesma. Um, you know, Blind Veterans UK, anybody like that. We've got links with, with you know, we, we've got links with all of those people. So we, we'd be really happy to help to help with that. I think, yeah, one of the things that has kind of helped around this as well um, is the, uh, you know, is, is, the, is the Armed Forces Covenant, um, which has kind of raised awareness, I think, of the Armed Forces community nationally. And, and something like 3,200 businesses have, and, and, and organisations have signed up to that, that covenant now. Uh, and that essentially is this sort of, uh, you know, the agreement between... Um, you know the nation and its and its armed forces that you know that the, the the members of the armed forces community you know will always be treated fairly uh, in terms of access to services like you know, education, medical, housing, and so on and so forth. But alongside that, as I say, it's raised awareness of the armed forces community, and I, and I think that certainly you know is helping with things like getting you know some of our wounded, injured, and sick veterans into into employment. I definitely will be in touch uh, after do, yeah. after the at the end of this, and I definitely will have a look at sure. and 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 see what we can do, how we can do it. We're in the process um, at the end of February opening an office up in London. Um, by by the third quarter of this year, we'll be opening an office up in in Leeds or, or Newcastle. We're just we're just looking at those areas. We want to provide a full coverage throughout the country of of the services we provide. The company thank god he's, he's growing and and it'll be brilliant to, to obviously work with yourselves and see how we can we can work together and see what we can do yeah. for sure no i i, I agree uh Juggie. i think that would be uh, i think that'd be fantastic for you and, and and certainly i think we need to uh yeah we need to get together after this and uh yeah see what see what we might achieve and and i'm sure i can put yeah i can definitely put you in touch uh, with some people who'd be very interested in talking to you thank you for listening to the chamber podcast to hear more episodes find us on apple podcasts spotify and audio boom or go to the latest news section of www.greaterbirminghamchambers.com <laughs>